Hey guys, welcome back to Reality Review with Lady B, reviewing Temptation Island, Message in a Box. That means in this episode, the couples get to send a 30-second message to their significant others, and they can also choose not to send one. So let's get into it. So the guys come back to their villa from their bonfire, and Tom is looking very devastated. I'm just gonna say... You reap what you sow. I don't understand how you brought her to this island to prove that you're not a cheater, but then calling her a cheater for cuddling with someone and being emotionally connected. I mean, I guess, yeah, that is cheating in emotional sense. And sometimes that can be worse than the actual physical. But at the same point in time, you're not exactly innocent. Just because you're not emotionally connected with Sophia doesn't mean that you didn't do anything wrong. You did rub some lotion on on Sophia's ass and spank it in a very kind of sexual tension kind of thing. It was kind of off-putting. Like if I feel like if any woman saw their man doing that to another female, they would not like that. And this is not just that either. Like there's been Chelsea has explained in the past episode that there's been many times where Tom has put her in situations where she felt uncomfortable. But like at the same point in time, she has voiced why she doesn't like what he's doing or how he's being flirty and this and that. And I'm not saying to not be yourself, but at the same point in time, I feel like he's not hearing her out, like really hearing her out. I feel like he's also kind of saying that, oh, she's insecure, this and that. And and you know what? She may be insecure, but I just feel like he is not putting the work or effort into this whole scenario thing. I feel like she's doing it more than him. Anyways, the girls try to be there for them, but Tom and Julian want to be like left alone. And Alexis asks Kendall where his head is at with his girl, Erica. And Kendall explains that he is content where he is at right now. And Alexis feels like he isn't expressing his emotions or what he is actually feeling, but just saying words. Over at the girls' villa, Erin realizes that her past relationships were toxic and abusive and she feels like she's been the same way towards Corey. And she doesn't want to be that way towards him anymore. Shaquille really wants Erin so bad that he is hoping for Corey to mess up at any one of these bonfires. So Blake pulls Chelsea aside to talk about what went down at the bonfire and she explains that If Tom wants to be a playboy at the villa, then do that because she is not trying to change him anymore. She's done. She feels like her love isn't enough for him and she doesn't want that in her life. So she tells Blake that she saw Tom rubbing the lotion on Sophia's ass and that it just looked really sexual. This is like the tipping point for her because it just kind of hits her. Like, this is why she is here. Like, he wants to come here to do whatever he wants. I don't agree with her statement. I do think that he's the type of guy that won't admit when he's in the wrong for disrespecting his partner, especially when she voices how it makes her feel, but I don't think he is doing whatever he wants to at the villa either because he does want to bang Sophia. I know he does. He wants to kiss her and everything. However, he's resisting because he still has that hope that you and him will get back together after all this. I will give him that he has been restraining. However, I feel like he's not growing from this experience and I think that's the issue. I feel like the issue is 
that they both need to grow. And maybe Chelsea is doing it, but I feel like he isn't doing it. And I think she feels like that. And that's why she feels like I want to move on now. But this is the reason why Chelsea ultimately is opening up more with Blake because she doesn't want to waste her time with Tom anymore. Speaking of Tom, we see him opening up more to Sophia about his experience, what he's going through with what he saw on the video. And he explains to her that he saw how Chelsea was in this guy's arms and they were on the verge of kissing or like as if they were falling in love or something. And Sophia feels like Tom should focus on her then instead of Chelsea, because Chelsea is going through the same experience as him. So why the disconnect? I see her point. I see her point indeed. I I think that's the issue because Tom is not working out himself out at this villa. He's just kind of treating it as if it's a game to stay faithful. I don't know. So finally, some drama is going on at the guy's villa. But guess what it is? You ready? It's over chicken. That's what the drama is over. This is so ridiculous. Anyways, Maya and Julian are trying to cook the house, the whole house, some chicken. And a few of the girls were hungry. So one of them took like, I guess, five pieces of chicken to grill outside and then they eat it. Maya is like, for those who already ate chicken, can you guys hold off on getting seconds so that people who haven't had chicken can have some chicken? And this one girl who I think is irrelevant because we've gone throughout the whole season without knowing her name is stepping up and saying, I am hungry. So why do I got to sit here and wait? Of course, I'm going to eat some chicken right now. And I don't know. She just kind of came at her uh, like in some kind of way. And then the girl goes on to say, like, apparently we got a mom in the house. And, you know, this is like obviously what pisses Maya off. I can see why it pisses her off. Like, just hear me out. When she asked for those who already ate to not eat so fast for their seconds and to let everybody else who hasn't ate to eat first, that's all she was trying to ask. But then I felt like the girl took it too far when she called her the mom of the house. That was a bit of sarcasm, but it was also snide remark. And I just felt like she was just trying to make sure that you greedy asses don't eat up all the chicken so like no one can have any in the house like to me this is just a ridiculous argument but at the same time i understand where maya is coming from she didn't tell them not to eat any more chicken at all she just wants them to wait their turn and then grab the seconds so maya goes outside to cool off and amanda and the girl who starred this whole goddamn drama are outside cooling off in a different area Julian is slowly approaching Maya like and he is like trying to tell her that she needs to chill she needs to calm down and like in his confessional he never had seen that side of her he can already see the red flags within her and I'm just that brings an issue to me this girl is angry rightfully so because the girl said something rude to her all she said was don't eat the chicken right now you already had some let others eat first and then you can have some like like she didn't say that fully to an extent but i know that's what she was trying to go for and then the girl's like coming at her so obviously she's gonna be mad about it and you know she did the right thing she stormed off because she was getting too heated she didn't cause a scene she didn't do much i mean she did yell a little bit but that's because she's in the moment and then julian's coming in like 
calm down, chill, red flags. And I'm just like, Julian, there was, what's so red flags about her getting upset? It's not so much that girls are taking the chicken. It's so much of how they're treating her after that. And I think that's what got her mad because Maya didn't seem to get like upset after the girl was coming at her. But when she starts saying, oh, well, you're the mom of the house now. I mean, that's when she starts to get mad about it. So then the two other girls, Amanda and the girl that I don't know's name, um, walks back in the house and the one that who I don't know his name, like legit outright says, listen, I'm done arguing with some 32 year old. And I'm just like, now you're calling her old. And this, you know, obviously makes a reaction out of Maya. So Maya's like, obviously going to scream back at her. And Julian's like, chill, like relax. But like, she has every right to be upset because now the girls are saying that she's like old i understand maya from this point of view but however this argument over chicken is stupid it's just like we went from wait your turn for the chicken to you're the mom of the house to i'm not arguing with a 32 year old those are all digs towards her and the girl that caused drama is like not being shown as if she's the problematic one who started all this but after that whole argument Maya does not have like an appetite to eat so she is like going in the house so the next day Julian decides to talk to Maya about last night and she's like apologizing for showing her side of the anger but she explains that what they said was mean and hurtful and which it really was it was very hurtful what they said Julian understands that and he also explains that she is probably feeling underappreciated and disrespected in the whole house by the other girls and he is dead on. He then tells her that she needs to stand up to them but like if we look back at the clip she was trying to stand up to him and you were telling her to chill and telling her to calm down. That's all I'm just trying to say. She was trying to stand up for herself but you were telling her not to do that. So it's just like, what, dude? I just don't like the fact that they made her, like, look like the crazy one of the house just because she got angry. Not everybody's going to be easygoing and loving. That's just not how people are. People do get angry. It's just to an extent of how the levels of angry is. And to me, Maya handled her anger pretty well than other people that I've known in my entire life. So (laughs) I think it's not that crazy of what she did. So anyways, she tells Julian that she has moved on from it and she already talked to the girls about it and I guess they're fine. So Kendall's on a date with Alexis and he's talking about when he sees his girlfriend that he will need to make a decision whether or not to be with her. Alexis is a little worried about Kendall because she has thoughts that he will go back to his girlfriend and leave her. Kendall is growing more feelings for Alexis and they have been spending so much more time together and he is unsure on what to do but he wants him and Erica to work but only if she is growing on her side of the villa. Tom and Sophia are on their beach date and he breaks it down to her that what he had saw with what Chelsea did really messed him up. Like he knows that Sophia has been throwing herself at him but he is gonna need time to straighten his head before he can move on And she is understanding of that and agrees with him. But she also knows that there is a real connection. Back at the girl's villa, Erica is talking to Lex about how she is afraid that when her and Kendall do see each other, 
that she will fold and Lex tells her, no, don't do that. Don't fold because he will think that he can always push the limits with you and that it won't matter if he hurts you at all because he, he knows that you're willing to go back to him at any moment given time. And Erica explains that she knows her worth and that she must stand up for herself. And when she does see Kendall again, she will tell him like it is. I just hope she just says Sarah and stands strong with what she wants to tell him. So Chelsea is talking to Blake, saying that she obviously still loves Tom, but she is doing her thing and she is trying to see what could happen. Blake is trying to prove that he is like a better guy than the Toms out there. And he's referring to her current boyfriend and then the Tom that got eliminated. Blake is planning to make his move and make her more nervous. Erica is now talking to Kristen about how she has changed since she has walked into the villa and how she was excited to send him a video letting him know that she is okay with everything that's been going on and it's funny how it's all changed now because she feels like there's nothing more to say and after what she had seen she doesn't want to say anything she feels like she came to the villa lost and not knowing who she wants to be and insecure but she has been making an effort every every day since she got there but she doesn't know if he is doing the same i can tell you right now erica he's not growing at all he's just doing the same little tricks as he always done because he's mr perfect and he doesn't think he has anything to fix and erica you have been growing immensely throughout this entire process every day and every week so Aaron is watching the sunset with Juwan and lets him know that she acknowledges that she needs to put her emotions first and she wants to work more on herself and not to the people around her and that she needs to be more selfish in order for her to look out for herself. And if that means distancing herself, then that's what she needs to do. So Chelsea and Blake are having a moment during the sunset and she tells him that she feels like he values her and he feels the same thing to her and Blake feels like he is tearing down these walls around Chelsea one at a time and it's important for him to be patient for her and wait until the perfect moment to be physical with her and it's at this moment specifically in this sunset that he kisses her and this is what Tom will see at the bonfire I feel so Mark comes in to the guys villa to let them know that they are gonna have another elimination the guys talked it over and they decided grace and the girl who started the drama about chicken maddie at the girls villa they have to do the same thing and they choose shaquille and david which thank you lord i dislike them both i i felt like the terrible holy trinity has all been eliminated in the first in elimination would be like a champagne shit talking Evan and shit disturber Tommy. Now creepy David and possessive Shaquille are leaving. And I say this because I don't like the way how David and Evan and Tommy talked about going into Chelsea's pants. And I also didn't like how Shaquille was being a little bit too possessive over Aaron. So I'm glad that they are leaving. Aaron does make the speech on how hard it was to tell Shaquille that he was leaving, but she did it because she is more focusing on herself and Corey because she does love him and to worry about her instead of putting other people first. He is having a hard time telling her how he feels, 
but says that she has brought the best in him. And it's hard because he was trying to be there for her while he also really wanted her. Aaron was close to Shaq, but she didn't want to lead him on either. So she thought it was best to eliminate him. She is right. And I, it's a good thing that she did that. Later that night, the girls decide to have a toga party and they are toasting to Chelsea's first kiss. Aaron and Griffin have this playful banter, which was a little flirty. Well, he was trying to make the moves and she kept resisting and he was like, second place sucks, which took me by surprise a bit because it looked like he was trying to kiss her or maybe that he saw that like she wasn't interested in his game plan. So he's like changing it up a bit. Chelsea and Blake are on a couch and Chelsea is talking about how she is scared because she never thought this could happen. And he's like, oh, I can, is there anything that I can do? And she's like, yeah, just be yourself, just be you. And so he kisses her again. So they kiss twice. At the guy's villa, they are having an ABC party, which is an anything but clothes party. And they are dancing around in boxers and teep around their bodies. And Tom has a cone on his genitals to hide his bulge. And Sophia is like looking like a hungry wolf over there. She's like, he's looking real cute in his cone. <laughs> oh, this girl. Uh, Sophia and Tom are talking about how she is not going to settle for anything less. And the guys have been faithful to their word, which makes her believe that there are great guys out there. Tom tells her that she shouldn't settle for less because she's such a catch. They have a moment, but they don't kiss. In a different area, Corey and Amanda are chatting about how he is nervous for the video that he will be getting tomorrow because he feels that he's not good enough for her and that she can do better. And Amanda hopes that for Corey's sake that Aaron knows how good that she has it with him. And to not take advantage of him because there are so many other girls, her included, that would want him. Over around at the pool and hot tub area, Nicole wants to have another threesome with Alexis and Kendall. But Kendall's all for it. However, Alexis isn't. Kendall and Nicole go back into the house to talk about it. And he's like, the, what you gonna do? The ball's in your court. And Nicole's like, uh, no, go ask Alexis. She is our mutual. And... The ball is actually technically in her court, not mine. Kendall is trying to explore more with Nicole without trying to make Alexis jealous. And Alexis feels some type of way, like she's starting to slowly catch on on the way how Kendall is. And she feels like Kendall and Nicole want to be doing some things, and by some things, sex. But she isn't interested in it, and she feels like Nicole like is her best friend in the house but she is also doesn't want to, her to get in the way of her and Kendall so she decides to go to bed and leave them alone and as she is going up the stairs Kendall is like telling her friend to ask why Alexis is like tripping and she's like I'm not tripping so the next day Aaron is about to see Corey's message to her Corey tells her that she brought him there because she felt like there was something missing in in their relationship and he expresses that he's been feeling like he isn't good enough throughout his life and with his relationships but now he is standing taller and being more confident and that he can be the person who she needs to be 
he has this self-confidence in himself that he, you know, he is able to be with her. Aaron was disappointed that he didn't say I love you at the end of his video and she was trying to not overthink it, but in her video, she did express that she loves him, I guess. Next up is Corey, who sees Aaron's message, and Aaron tells Corey that she realizes that she too has work to be done on herself, and now she isn't resisting this process anymore, but accepting it. She wants to be able to open up more to him and let the past go, but she just wants to move forward with their relationship. Erica is next to see her video, and she sees Kendall saying that they came there together with no rules, and how she needed to find herself more in order for them to build a strong foundation together and that he knows that they can come out of this strong and that he loves her. This pisses Erica off because she feels like he assumes that she will go back to him after all of this, of what he's done, acting like as if they're good after what he did. And she knows that he will utilize the no rules thing so that he won't feel bad for playing around while she was actually working on herself and that he has no idea what girl she is now because she is not the same Erica that walked in onto this island anymore. And I was like, yes, Erica, you're not that girl anymore. Tell Kendall what's up. So Kendall goes to see her video, but there is none in the box. And he was looking forward to see hers. So I thought that I could go throughout like this whole review without going into a rant or a tangent but here it comes Kendall really pissed me off when he saw that he didn't get no video from Erica and then especially when he's like well you know after the videos the little clips that she saw and you know whatever the guys that's over there putting stuff in her head I mean says a lot when you can't think for herself when he said that I lost my shit <laughs> I'm just so pissed off. This guy is a piece of shit. She has her own mind. And dummy, like seriously, she saw what you did, you little asshole. You piece of shit, disgusting person of... You had a threesome and then you also cheated with... No, first you cheated on her with Alexis. Then you had a threesome with two other women. And then you try to sit there and manipulate the situation of that threesome and then you also try to play around like you're going to go back with her and then you're also trying to play the field to secure a spot with Alexis but then also trying to see a situation with Nicole like what the fuck is going on with you do you honestly think she would want to go out with someone like you honestly I don't care if this guy has a nine to five I don't even think he's that good looking, honestly. I don't even know what half of these girls see in this guy. He's a fucking douche canoe douchebag. And Erica can do so much better. I've said this so many times. She can do so much better. And I'm glad that she's not the same person as she was when she walked into the villa. I'm glad that she's seeing him for who he is. A piece of dog shit. Because that's what he is to me. The way how he's treating her like that. Like, oh, I don't know what the other guys are putting in your head that says a lot about how you can't think for yourself it's motherfucker excuse me she has a mind of her own she can think for herself and she can tell you what's up she just decide not to send you anything because she feels like what's the fucking point she doesn't want to be with you and i'm glad that she's gonna stand up to you at this last bonfire that's all i gotta say about the matter and i thought i was gonna 
be able to go throughout this whole thing without saying anything bad about Kendall. But here we are, guys. I'm getting frustrated with this guy once again. Kristen is up and she sees Julian who expresses what he has been doing on the villa and how he's been working on himself and he hopes that they can reunite. Julian sees Kristen talking about how she's been working on herself even though she's been finding things that she didn't know that she had issues with deep down that she's been hiding. She's been opening up more and figuring out that her trust issues were superficial and that she needed to experience this in order to move forward in her life and most importantly to work on herself because she's tired of living like this. So Tom leaves a message for Chelsea about how much he misses her and loves her and how he can't wait to see her and he lets her know that he has been exploring his flirty personality more but he has been faithful to her and kept his word. This makes Chelsea kind of like break down a little bit like she feels like it's fake and that he is trying to work on himself to make their relationship better. And she feels like he isn't trying to work on himself to make their relationship better. She feels like this process is showing that they might not be compatible. And that could just be the case with this couple. Tom is the last to view the video and it's of Chelsea telling him that he was willing to put their relationship on the line and that she has been present in this experience and that she hopes that he is also doing that as well she explains that they came there to grow and she feels like that's what she's doing and she is unsure what the future holds but she wants to move forward tom feels like their videos were polar opposites and he didn't feel any love within that video it seemed like she was defending something that she did without even saying or admitting it and he figures that all of her insecurities about him cheating on her was her projection that was put on him and he, he feels like from the sounds of it she doesn't really want to be in a relationship anymore with him anyways that's where we leave off of temptation island this is reality review with lady b and i'll see you guys next time